and welcome to Galley Stories, stories of the Bering Sea and beyond, hosted by Mark Kaler. My name is Penka Jane, podcast deckhand and longtime listener. We'd thank you to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Here's today's catch. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another installment of Galley Stories, stories of the Bering Sea and beyond. I am your host, Mark Kaler. And today we're going to try something we haven't tried before. We've got a husband and wife duo. First, uh, let me introduce uh, Susan Crane. How are you, Susan? Good, Mark. How are you? Good. Um, she Susan started, but well, we'll get to her fishing story yeah. here in a minute. And then also her husband, Captain Jeff Crane. Hey there. And you might recall Jeff was actually episode two. Uh, so he was our second episode ever loaded. Uh, a lot of emails and comments about how, why is it so short? Let's get some more. Well, we brought him and his wife in today. Um, so welcome, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Appreciate that. And I, Susan, I want to start out with you. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, during Jeff's uh, interview, he had told us you guys met while in the commercial commercial fishing industry. So let's start with, where, first of all, where were you born, and how were you raised, and what brought you into the into the fishery? Um, I was raised in Seattle. I was actually born just right around the corner at Ballard Hospital. Um, so I've lived here all my life, and what got me into fishing was I was studying for. Um, hotel and restaurant management degree and the chef that I was studying under I was the only person in class going to school full-time and working full-time so he said why don't you for the summer go up and take this job and then maybe you can not work for a couple quarters and I was like hmm so another guy that I happened to be in in school with we both signed up and found ourselves on the Arctic trawler um, so I celebrated my 21st birthday. The next morning I left for Alaska. So I worked until the very final minute and left. And we did, oh, it was probably about four months, three and a half months or so on the Arctic trawler through the summer. Till the boat was full. That's how yeah. that was back then. Yeah. You when went out, you left fell. the dock, and when the boat was full, it came back. And what were they catching? Here. Oh, from here? It was all cod. All cod. Yeah. All cod. Well, it... It started as cod, yeah. and I remember like, we kept catching pollock. Crazy now because, I mean, it was a big boat, 296 feet. And we would hit that pollock, and standing in the galley, you could feel the boat just stop. That's how much pollock was in the net when we'd hit it. And I remember they just kept, they would just, back then, just let it out, let it out, let it, it out. It was just trash fish then. Yeah, it was yeah. trash fish, yeah. Well, I guess Crazy. it wasn't, you know, but whatever. <clears throat> they, they, we, they had no use for it on the boat. Yeah. So it was... But they did eventually switch over some of the machines so that yeah. they could process it. But, uh, so, yeah, so I went up, did a trip uh, for the summer, and uh, obviously met Jeff. On that first trip? On that first trip he yeah. was on there, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, first trip out of, out of the state and up to Alaska? Yep. Was, okay. How was that experience? Were you nervous at all? Because I know that when Jeff was on, his scariest moment was being stuck on a beach with his, uh, was it, let me see, how was it worded? With my parachute pants and <laughs> his mullet. And my mullet. Uh, was yours a, Mine was not near that bad. We, uh, we backloaded. What year here. was that? That was 84. Oh, gosh. Aging, so it was freaking, aging yeah, myself. It was right in there, man. Yeah. It was right in yeah. there. Yeah. Def Leopard. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, it really wasn't that scary. We loaded here. Um, sea freeze right over here. Right no, over here. we offloaded at Sea Freeze, but yeah, we loaded right. at that's the right. old yard, I think. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around here. We. So I mean, it was. Yeah, I wasn't really a big 
going away from home type of. Because you got on the boat here in Seattle. Got on the and boat. And the next here. time you got off of it, you were here in Seattle. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, totally different back then. It was that's how it was. The boat left. Yeah, here, we left here left and then here and filled up and came back here. So now nothing happens. Inside like passage, obviously going up. Yeah, um, I don't know. Probably not. No, I, I, mean, I was seasick by the time we hit the Ballard, oh, yeah. passing Golden Golden Gardens, oh, I yeah. felt sick. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, it was awful. I, like, I didn't eat bacon for probably eight years because, actually, I'm a little facetious about How that. How could you but get by? We would get through and then go to sleep, and the first thing, you know, I was the second cook, so we loaded all the trays with bacon for breakfast. My job was to start breakfast, and... As soon as I'd go pop that oven and smell that bacon, but all over. But gratefully, I only was really sick for like 12 hours and then never bothered me the rest of the time. But it's just like, the you know. The bacon never. It, the bacon. I didn't eat bacon for it. Just the smell of it made my mouth water. I was just like, ooh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. That was a pretty rolly boat, too. It was very rolly boat. <laughs> um, so out for four months. Did you just do the one trip or did you have additional trips after that? I did a second trip on the on the trawler. I made enough money and kind of decided, hey, I kind of like this, having some money and not having to do the school and work all the time. So I did make a second trip on the trawler, um, which actually was a better trip because first trip, despised Jeff. Oh, really? Oh, okay. despised him. Since we got the two of you here, why don't you tell us about it? He was awful. Well, I just remember, I, I mean, I can still remember... <laughs> I'd been on the boat, right? Yeah. So like I'd two, done I'd done a couple two or of, three seasons. Couple of seasons on the trawler, and uh, acted like he owned the boat. Yeah, whatever. Two or three <laughs> seasons. He's there's probably only ten guys that came back. <laughs> so there was only there's a big boat, and there was only I'm gonna say forty of us on there. I was thirty nine. Yeah. So hardly anybody on for nowadays. You know, a boat like that's got 150 people on it now, but uh, or that boat is still up there. Probably has 100 people on it. But anyway, so there wasn't very many of us, but there was a lot of women. For, there was a pretty pretty good mix, right? There was quite a few women on that boat. Wait, you're kidding me. There was five what? women. Well, it seemed like a lot. <laughs> 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 but I can remember I can remember pulling up, pulling up in my Ford Ranchero, pulling up to the dock and seeing her on the dock loading groceries and I was like oh hello how are you doing I'm serious I mean I saw, she saw her, I you in your rancho and she goes I, yeah. who the hell is this guy yep. I saw I pulled up and I couldn't remember seeing her this blondie in a ponytail and I was just like oh yeah right on you know just beautiful you know and uh, so it was you know I was like I was on I, I saw her and I was like that's this is gonna be a good trip. that's her right uh-huh. and uh she just hated me. So let's talk about that. <laughs> you still had the parachute pants. Cocky as fuck. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Yep. Damn. I mean, it, it was like a bad cold. I mean, every time you walked out, you know, we had like the galley and then we had like the serving sides on each side. And every time. There he was. And it was just like, oh my gosh. Just he was stalking you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like kind of creepy. Um, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. but. Yeah. And I just kept at it. Yeah, I, I think I remember even telling her one time after we'd kind of like hooked up, you know, I told her I was—I I think I told her I, I was going to marry her or something. 
And then I was like, and she was I'm like, out. Yeah, she was like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But I was like, for sure, it was love for sight for me. I mean, I was... That was it? Oh, yeah. It wasn't that was for it. her. But that was, was, it, it. was it the ranchero or was it the attitude? <laughs> I think it was the attitude. I don't know. It was just, you know, back then it was, you know, obviously summer work. And uh, we we had some interesting people on on board. A lot of young people. We were all very, very young. Yeah. And that's back in the days where you still were drinking on the boat. At oh, least yeah. Some. Um, yeah. Yeah, not so much. Well, I would say, yeah. There was... There was. There was definitely... It was It was controlled. It, it was, was. It was like Friday Friday night would be... The, people would bring out alcohol, and it was kind of a... That would we, be like a party... There would be a night where there was a party night. Yeah, it was kind we of had it stored. Like all the the beer was stored in the in the cooler downstairs. And, yeah, that's uh, right. And so yeah, uh, we actually got what beer. was our captain's Anders would John would, Anders would and John tell, Plager was on and there. Plager yeah, yeah would tell us how many you know like you can open like Father's <clears> Day <throat> for an example that was I think our first holiday, um, and they said each person can have three but you have to open them. So we stood and opened them. And, I totally forgot about that. And you that. could pass them out. And, That's right. That's um, because you didn't have the three. You had two buddies that were giving <laughs> you theirs. Yeah. Well, there was, a lot, there was lots of contraband, right? <laughs> You're up there for three months because, you know, it's different. I mean, it was different. back then, yeah. mail was super hard to come by. Yeah. There was no phones. Yeah. Um, you had to talk. If you wanted, if you needed to make a phone call, you made a radio call. Yeah, through my KMI. my br- my grandfather got very ill, and we received the. They called me up to the wheelhouse, and we made a KMI call yeah. to try and get clarification totally from different. my mom. Yeah, it was old, just. And it was awful, and he sat there and he did all the call signs. Whiskey Echo, yeah, Kilo Lima. Wow, that's good. Yeah, I know. I remember. Yeah. He must have done yeah. it. Like, I don't know how many too. times. So we know, where the, we know where the real story is going to come from. Yeah. She's got it all on lockdown yeah. here. So, yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was different. It was very different. And then also, too, when you went into town, we were so excited to go into town. And uh, my little... Well, like I said, once I got up there, I wasn't sick. But it definitely was culture shock to, to leave and... But were you be stopping in Dutch? Is that where yeah. you guys were going? Yeah, into? we would go in. Yeah. Offload there a little bit, or did you? No, I don't even. I don't even. Think we, we did offload. There's a lot of, a lot of boats offload. do that now, though. We, oh, yeah. It took us that, almost 30 days to fill, I think. Yeah, I guess we did offload. Then go offload, and, and then you bring your last load back yeah, home. Right. Our last load came yeah. home. Yeah. yeah but I remember when we got off and we first put our feet down on the ground, it was like I tripped and fell. It was like, because I was just used to it. Because that boat rolled. Yeah. I mean, she had a very unique roll. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so then we got to go to town and and. Um, Is that when you started liking him? No, actually, it was funny. We um, because there were there was a whole crew of us women, all five of us on our boat there with. Was, yeah, there was five of us. Jeff, there was a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> he saw one, and his he eyes were like one. duplicating he, everything. He was right? focused. Um, so no, a lot we, of people got married off that boat. Yeah, they did. Yeah. A lot of people ended up together. Long-term marriages yeah. too. I mean, we've been married for thirty-two. You, you better get okay. this right. 30, no, it's no, okay. 30, it's okay because she screws it up more. Than <laughs> thirty-two years. We just celebrated our thirty-second yeah. anniversary. Yes, but there was four or five people who got married off that yeah. boat that I know of. Yeah. That, um, so if there were five, married. then that'd be 100% of the women. I know. Yeah. Well, there was, you know, they came and went. But, <laughs> they came but and we went. got assigned when we went in 
before we went into town, you know, because obviously I hadn't seen town, right? Mm -hmm. We left from Seattle, we never touched the dock, and and so we get all ready to go in, and we had, they would say, however many hours you had from the time you got off your shift, how much liberty is what they call it. We had yeah. like eight hours of liberty where we could do whatever we wanted. Bucks or something. Yeah, and they would give you money, and then the women, each one of us that chose to go into town, we were assigned two people. And all they told us when I was leaving was, whatever you do, and I don't remember who my person was, but it wasn't Jeff, you're assigned, this is your person. And wherever you go, even if you go to the bathroom, you, you stay with those two people. And I was like, this is freaking crazy. You know, what what's going to happen to us in town? Well, it was a lot different in 84 yeah. than what it is now, right? Yeah. There uh -huh. wasn't a whole lot of women in, in town. and, But anyway, so no, I don't think he was ever assigned... I only remember going to town like three times total yeah. in my whole time that I fished, but, yeah. um, but no, he wasn't assigned to me, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. a, who the, hell? El the elbow room. The el yeah. yeah. No, we didn't go to the elbow room. That's where Jeff was at. That's Jeff went to at. the, yeah. I went Jeff. to like every room. I, at one point <laughs> later in later in life, I went to the elbow room, but I never went there. You weren't. I don't think women were allowed in the elbow room back then. They were when I was there in eighties, early eighties, early nineties. But then it, it closed shortly after. I mean, I. Yeah. I'm I'm glad I had the opportunity to go there though, because yeah, too. I I went eventually. I got, later first time in I went life. in there, I got maced. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it, it wasn't even I. It wasn't even me. It was. Oh, I opened up the door, and there was a big old fight going in there. And as as just as I opened up the door, the bartender went, just sprayed all the way across the whole freaking room, sprayed mace across the whole room, and just blasted me right in my face. I got two free drinks out of it. <laughs> That's all that matters. But it took me to my knees. It was it was capskin. I mean, it was and brutal. Just walked yeah, in. and then, just walked in. Yeah, and of course yeah. he calls me right and says I got mace, and I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, I did it. I had nothing to do with it. And I was like, yeah, right. All right, yeah. we're getting a lawsuit somewhere. It's coming down the road. This is not going to be good. Yeah. But he just kept saying, No, babe, honestly. Yeah. And crazy. I was like, just I didn't. right in the face. That was that was my first time in the bubble room. <laughs> what an introduction! <laughs> Open the door. I got two free drinks out of it, though. I did, did. So you were back home then at that point. Well, you said he called you. Yeah. Oh well, that, that was later, later, later. But anyway, yeah, so later. back to us. So we did the first trip, and then we went for the second trip, and we loaded at Sea Freeze that time. Yeah. So this is what kind of endeared me to him. Um, oh boy, here comes the love This story. was winter. So we were loading, and he was standing out on running the crane on the deck. I don't deck. think this could be a love story. No, it was cute. All right. So um, he was up there running the crane, and it was, like, snowy and yucky and drippy. And he was out there, and he had this really thick, heavy wool, knitted wool sweater on. And I was like, do you know? you don't have anything better to wear than that and yeah, of course he has a leather jacket because those went with the parachute pants right <laughs> so <laughs> um he's got his little coat on or his sweater on and then when he came in he was all worried about how do how do i dry this and i thought he said well my mom just made it for me and i thought oh what a good son you know he's like wearing the sweater that it was a nice looking sweater oh, yeah, big yeah. zip up one with a big collar um so then you know that was different but here's the here's the the final um so of course we were there in the winter obviously if it was snowing here and and I still have it to this day 35 years later 
Um, on Valentine's Day, he found crayons and a piece of paper, and he made me a Valentine's Day card. Do you remember doing that, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of remember doing that, because the crayons were really hard to find, but I just found them. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of, like, stuff. It's not like, uh, you know, you didn't come up with all your stuff, and so, yeah, we had some crafty stuff, I yeah. guess, somewhere. I didn't know we had them. But, yeah, you made me a Valentine's Day card. Um that's probably the last Valentine's Day card <laughs> for me. <laughs> but you know what? It was important enough she kept it all these it years. It was, yeah. It was. And yeah. we wrote a lot of letters. Yeah. We wrote a lot of letters because that was it, you know. You, it was the KMI phone calls and it was letters back then and that was it. And so mail call was huge. That's where the, you know, the mail buoy thing used to come in. You know, everybody, oh, there's a mail buoy. You know, it was a big joke, you know. Send somebody, some rookie up there to stand on the bow in shitty weather and look for the mail buoy. That was the big joke, but it was a real deal. You know, I mean, mail was, mail was a huge freaking I, I thing re- back I then. remember. Oh, I remember two, when like, a boat would pass by us. And everybody, that's all. I would hate to have been a captain then, especially with 39 people oh, yeah. all saying, are we going to tie up? The, yeah. Are we going to go? Do they have our mail? Mm-hmm. You know, that was like the big thing. And then, you know, yeah. when you'd hear them, they were going to take the skiff down. It was like, we're getting mail. Mm-hmm. And it was like a big duffel bag of mail that would come on board. Yep. And we would sit in the galley. We had a galley gal that sorted it. But just I wait. Everybody would just sit and wait. You got mail. Look. Yeah, put her in the corner <laughs> table so that, you know, try and keep everybody away from her so she could sort all the mail. And, yeah. 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 It was, she got tennis shoes one time. You got tennis shoes from your mom one I time. did. I got tennis shoes. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. She, she left. I think I told the story about. Didn't I tell the story about the Arctic trawler when we ran when we lost power? Oh yeah, then we, we, yeah, we lost. That power. was one of my story. We lost power on the Arctic trawler. She was on there when that happened in the Unimac, in Unimac Pass at night. Wasn't it on a Friday night party night? I think it was because it was a lot of. I think it was because I remember. Yeah, but uh, rolling like crazy and we lost all power. The boat was dead in the water. I think John Plager was on there then, if I remember I don't right. Know. But anyway, Who he's a Trident guy. But. Uh, um, that's when she left. Yeah, I left after. She left. You were like, I'm done. Well, you know, it started off, it was like, obviously you don't know how how bad it is, right? I mean, we had been in a bad storm, and uh, it was, we were making a Thanksgiving dinner. We were having, because for whatever reason, and it was like, we never got to order yeah, the food. Sounds like it, because November we just, is always brutal. We there. just always got like this huge amount of food and then it's all shoved into you know no one cares how they stack it in there and then they wonder why they didn't get a variety of food well it was like it took us an hour to dig out to find one piece of meat that was different than all the ones that were in the front you know so we for whatever reason we had turkeys like coming out the bazoom so we decided well let's make a turkey you know because it was bad weather and on occasion the captain would tell us you know we're going to be hitting a storm so don't you know kind of change up how you're going to cook and so we had these turkeys in and we had the latches that lifted up on the ovens and we had three ovens and then griddles on top. Well, I don't think that anybody had ever cleaned those griddles. So once we'd get to rolling and it was hot, the oil would seep out, you know, the old bacon grease would seep out on the floor. We had a little, I don't know, incline anyway in the galley that became extremely Slippery. slippery when this bacon would 
<laughs> the grease would roll out. So we get into the storm and we've got these turkeys in there and I'm with this guy that knows nothing more about boats than what I do, right? You know, we're just going to cooking school and it's we're just trying to make some money and, and get home. Anthony, yeah. just trying to get home, you know? And we're sitting there and it's every time we well, we would take a list. We could, I could at times reach out the porthole. We had a porthole in the galley and almost touch the water. That's how far we would list on that boat. But we could hear like, kaboom. And we would just, we would sit there and then we'd hear, kaboom. And it was the turkey pans and the turkeys. <laughs> it was the turkeys in the oven, right? So you'd, we'd list really good and then it would correct and then they'd, poof. And they'd hit the back of the oven. And then all of a sudden, here'd come another way. Well, enough of this slamming for, you know, and the weather was getting bad. But, of course, you know, we were just, like, praying. You know, we'd been in storms before. It's going to go away. Then we started hearing a, a little bit different sound. And these turkeys were hitting the latch so hard that it popped the latches. So we had these huge roasting pans with hot turkeys sliding up and down in the galley. <laughs> right? And we would store... The 50-pound boxes of potatoes underneath the, the prep station. So a couple of those pans of turkeys came out, boom, busted that box. So now you got 100 pounds of potatoes <laughs> rolling on the floor, and you got the... And three turkeys running around. And you, you got, well, there were six, degrees. there were six of them, hot, in the pans, sliding, and then you could hear them, like, hit the wall on the one side, you know, and they'd hit well, the bulkhead. What were you head. doing? You got well, we were trying to get them. So then it was like... On the bacon grease. On the bacon grease. So then it was like, if we don't go in, what are we serving for dinner, right? We have, we have no option. So it was like, Anthony was like, you go in and get them. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. So I get in there, and I'm like trying to go. And it was funny, too, because we... <laughs> it already sounds funny. Yeah, it was, oh, and we're laughing. at the, We're laughing so hard. And you would stand on the grease, and you would just slide all the way down to the porthole. And then you'd grab onto the porthole, wait for that one shift, and here'd come the turkey. And you'd just try to... Oh, sorry, try to grab it with, you know, and you've got pan, hot pads on, so you look like Gumby, right? And you're like sliding up and down in the galley. So eventually now I'm on my knees, right? Just sliding up and down, trying to catch them. And the potatoes are going past you, so you can't stand up anyway. And the pans are hot. And we're just like panicked, you know? You got 39 people waiting for dinner, and here's your dinner. It's like freaking hitting one bulkhead, flying up, hitting the other, you know, rolling around with the uncooked if, if, potatoes. If it's me, I just eat some popcorn to watch you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was, and we were it pretty was, mean to them, too. It was too. comical. All of us were kind of mean to the cooks, just because... Not really all of us. Okay, well, that's probably part of the reason she hated <laughs> me, but we were pretty, we were pretty hard on them, because they were, you know, I mean, they were greenhorns, right? They were, neither of them had been on a boat before, and they were rookies, and, you know, it was, so, was that all, was all going on. But there we was were, also some of that, well, they're just, they're just in there cooking, and we're working on the deck all right. day, and we're so yeah, all that, that. So yeah. it, it was not good, yeah, so, so, yeah, we were, we were all making fun of them, and the turkey thing was pretty, that was pretty hilarious. But that was the day, right? Wasn't that the day? That, that I think was it was, yeah. When, when that happened. So our whole fear of, you know, it was like, how are you going to disguise these turkeys? Because they were just, like, mutilated <laughs> by the time. So Anthony was like, just cut them all up, and no one will ever know that they were on the ground. And I'm like, how could you not? I mean, they were just, we they were, know. yeah. So, so we, we served dinner. <laughs> so we cut them up, and we put them out in the, you know, we had a buffet line. And so we put them all out there, and the weather never improved. And it just kept getting worse, and it kept getting worse, and kept getting worse. Just picturing it, though, it's like a, it's it's like Bonnie. 
you know, just your picture. Then, nah, 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 oh, <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah, hilarious. It was a great galley. It was a big galley. It was a big galley. So that was the, that was it for you, though. Is that when you decided? No, I, I, I. Um, she let. I let that all happened, and and uh, the boat broke down, and I stayed. Well, on my the grandfather boat. was very ill. Yeah, I stayed on so the boat, and the she other. left. Yeah. I can still remember that too. I can remember because we were, we were hard together then, yeah. right? I mean, we were a couple then, and and. Uh, I can still remember her taking off on the skiff and that feeling of, God, that's... There she goes. Yeah, this sucks. I can just watch it, you know? And Did I you have her number for, to get a hold of her when you get back? Oh, yeah. No, we were together then. I mean, we were definitely a couple then. It was the Valentine's Day card. Yeah. It was then. I was a yeah, sucker. We were a oh, you're right. But I can remember... We're talking, this is November now. <laughs> right. we but I can remember her pulling away and just going, oh, the feeling of just, oh, my God, my heart's going away, you know? And uh, But it was only a couple weeks and then... And then I came, I went home and met, really? her, met her mom and <laughs> that whole, whew. and uh, so yeah, there's, there was that. But then, you know. Just, then, the, just then, the way you said that, there's a story behind that. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a story behind Did that. Did your mom not want you marrying a fisherman? No. 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 No, no. She finally, after Same about, thing, after know, about I, 25 years, she kind of realized that. I no, I mean, she always loved Jeff. Yeah. She loved him a lot, but. But in the beginning? It was. Our entire life together has been, when is he going to quit fishing? On both sides of our family. For, Especially when we have For kids. you too? No. I've, uh, no. Uh-uh. No. Just our, our in-laws. Yeah. Both sides. Always. Family. Every time I get home. Every, you know. Are every, you done? Is that your yeah. last? Yeah. Is when are you going to quit? When are you going to, when are you going to stop? When yeah. Gonna, so Susan, yeah. how do you deal with it? I mean, you, obviously you guys got married. You started yeah. having kids and, and Jeff was still running to Alaska. And at that time, you were probably running to Alaska 10 months out of the year. At eight anyway, eight or nine, a lot. Yeah. How did you handle lot. that, Susan? I mean, he, once you get on a boat, you can actually lose track of not only days, but you can literally oh, yeah. lose track of what month it is because oh, yeah. everything's going yeah. so, right. so much. But how did you deal with it at home? Um, well, I was forced to stay home. I made one other trip on a boat, and I was I was injured. So we, we moved companies after the trawler incident. And um, so I was forced to stay home for medical until I got cleared. And um, so I didn't have a choice. So he left, made another trip without me. And then I just kind of, you know, it wasn't, really wasn't for me. So I had made that decision. So I, I made three seasons, three. So... I only worked nine months in Alaska total over a year and a half. Yeah, but at sea. Nine yeah. months at sea. Yeah. That's, that's no joke. That's not like being yeah. in Ketchikan nowadays and getting off your shift and going to watch a movie. In yeah, town. totally different. You yeah, know. totally um, different. Totally different times. I yeah. mean, no communication, no internet, no, you know, you had mail and that Did was you, pretty much it. Were, were, were a lot of the guys, going back to when you were on the boats, was a lot of the guys like teasing you or hitting on you besides Jeff? Because we had Laura Hartman, she, she was an observer. She came on the show, and and hers she was the only woman on the boat, oh. so she got it from every direction. She even got bit on the ass one time when she was she was cooking. She was going to go make oh, some yeah. cookies. Did any any? She got bit on the ass. Yeah, oh she was standing God. on top of a bucket, reaching to get some cookie dough stuff or whatever to make cookies, and the guy came into the <laughs> bit her on the ass. But um, this is again, this is years ago. Hers was in the early nineties. Yeah. Um, did you have any other problems with any other guys besides the stalker you had? <laughs> besides for my stalker, um, I think that the general attitude was kind of like the guys that were on there or the return guys pretty much sized up how many women were coming on their trip and which ones 
you know, I think that that was probably pretty common. Are you saying they all picked their woman? Before? I think <laughs> that everybody, like, in their yeah. mind, like, and I think the guys were watching, well, you've been talking to that girl a lot, and you've been, so she's off, and, you know, I think that that was pretty common. So there wasn't a lot of I, harassment, you know, I guess would be the word. Um, I wouldn't say so. I think the worst harassing situation that I was ever in was, again, I mentioned we, we had moved to another company, and I had been injured. Um, and the, they had made the decision finally that I was going to go into the doctor for an x-ray. Um, and so what that entailed was Jeff and we were together. So, um, he and the mate, I believe put me in the skiff and took me into town, but the clinic was closed. So I had to wait till the next day. So I don't even what, know what hotel I stayed in. It must've been Unice's. Unice, yeah. Or Carl's. Oh, I think it was at Carl's. Yeah. Um, they said, here's your room. The captain or the mate was there and Jeff was there, gave me the keys. Jeff came upstairs with me and the mate said, just do not open the door. And when I checked in at the, at the counter, they said, here's the number for your cab. They'll pick you up in the morning. Call them when you're ready, but don't open your door. And I was like, what the heck? He wasn't gone more than a half an hour. And I listened to people pound on my door. There were, all the crab boats were in. And so they had all seen me come in, right? Saw me come in, check into the room, Jeff and the mate leave. Don't open the door. Yeah. Don't open the door. And I didn't know, right? Yeah, and I started to get like there. super nervous because it wasn't just like knocking on the door. I mean, it was like jumping and pounding and... So I started moving furniture, you know. I was getting nervous, yeah. you know, because I don't know what's going on. It must have been Carl's because I could hear the music downstairs. Yeah, and um, that yeah. was the worst night of my life. I don't yeah. think I slept at all. Moving furniture in front of it? Well, I was just nervous that I didn't know at what point was when they were going to get in. And back there when there wasn't a cell phone, she could call there you. There wasn't right? a cell phone. No, exactly. No. no. It was, no. Yeah, pretty crazy. And that, pretty that crazy. was probably the, that was the only scary I don't know. Maybe I wasn't that approachable. I never really got harassed on the boat. Yeah. But um, well, it sounds like what, you know, normally I ask what was the scariest time. That's scary. But it sounds like, to me, the scariest time was being at sea and cooking and having those turkeys everywhere. But it sounds... Oh, no, it was funnier it and I'll get scary, it. scary, I guess. Yeah, it was no. Funny, it wasn't really... We didn't really... I think the scariest time for me was um, our friend, um, Terry... Uh, had the net roll over his leg. Um, I don't even know what happened. He got stuck in the trawl. Haul him back. Yeah, haul him back. And he slipped or something. I don't know. And the we took a bad roll, and so the whole bag shifted and pinned his leg in between the trawl deck. Against the against fence? the trawl fence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slipped down in there. And well, as the bag was coming up. And these bags are hundreds of thousands yeah well this was cod but whatever you know i mean this was cod back then so maybe 50 tons or whatever you oh, know. oh yeah only 100 right pounds. right yeah nothing, and they brought like we got now, and but. they brought him in and uh we had a, like an old like medical like office mm -hmm. that had just had a bunch of furniture in there and they took him in there and laid him on the ground and uh i sat on his chest and Jeff held his hands while they popped his leg back in and that was like by far i, I think it was scary because you're so far away. It was shitty yeah, then. Yeah, it was shitty It was then. really shitty. And we we, we were sleeping. Yeah, and they woke I could us hear up him. I, I could hear him yeah. screaming on deck. Yeah. He was yelling my name so loud. 
And so then they have yeah. they let us go in there and brutal. sit with him. Yeah. Twisted while they did it. it was brutal. It was just mangled. Yeah. And then it was about an 18-hour run in. We were at the Pribs. And we had yeah. to go all the way in it. Because nope. it was so shitty. He couldn't no call, call the Coast Guard. Yeah. No. It was just, it was brutal storm. And so it was all the way in. And uh, Back then, did they do a lot of medevacs back then? Or I think they did. I think they still did them, you know. But just, it, it wasn't happening yeah, with that just, weather. Yeah. 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 So, the, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, that was horrific. scary. I mean, there were scary times. He never fished times, again. Well, no, yeah. he, he did. He went to the he factory did. for a while. Yeah. It just, yeah, that was... Uh, but I think it's just that unknown of being so far away with no communication. Yeah. You know, everything is dependent on who's running the boat. And, of course, you know, the positions that we were in that time, it's not like you had a lot of communication with the wheelhouse. Or right. back in that time, it, there was a pretty strong divide between the wheelhouse yeah you were in the you were in, yeah. the, you were in the galley so yeah. you weren't talking to you were on deck and all you got was orders right and yeah. i was i was a combi and besides that so i wasn't one of the norwegians you know so i wasn't you know you went up i wasn't on the deck the when they let you and then you right. had to go back that down. big storm where we lost power and everything most people on boat on the boat didn't had no idea now i mean knowing what i know now dude it was bad it was bad, bad, bad. And back, we were laughing. and get, Well, there was a lot of alcohol going on, too, right? So, I mean, it was party night. Right. So, it was kind of a... But people... It, nobody just nobody didn't really knew know how freaking bad it was. It I mean, that boat could have rolled over so easily. Immediately, yeah. Yeah. And then we had another boat come and tie up to us to get us in. That's how they, we got in. Slammed wow. up against us, knocked a guy out of his bunk, and it was... It was pretty horrific, and, and we didn't really know. It was just kind of a joke. Taking the knowledge you have now, as you yeah. said, and looking back at yeah. that point, you're like, that oh, was just, God. yeah. We would have had people in survival suits. We would have had. You'd already been calling the Coast Guard. Yeah, and I been, have no idea how, what. I'm yeah, sure the Coast Guard wasn't, had, had to involved. Been. Had to be notified. we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't have any idea of that. And, and you know, we were we were lower down on the totem pole anyway, but but still, you know, we didn't. We were in the galley laughing, playing freaking cards. and yeah. I mean, that Man. boat rolled, you know, what, it we rolled. Had, we had a portal Getting open. In and out there was a portal open yeah. on the second deck, and it took, a, we took a wave, and it went through that portal and shot all the way across the room. So we went yeah, last that portal. I mean, rolling you, you like a danger mother. Danger but zone. we had turkey. But we had turkey. <laughs> <laughs> we had turkey dinner. <laughs> Nobody knew it was on the ground. Uh, no. <laughs> so uh, I want to go, wanna, we're, we're getting, we're getting okay, long so, in time, yeah, but okay. something I really want to know. And so how I, do you do it when he's not there? Our, uh, yep. our listeners okay, are so I think, you know, again, there's a plus and a minus to it. I'm, I was there, so I know what it's about. You know, I know the, the struggles that a fisherman has, and I know what it was like to leave, you know, my family here and my house and all of those things. And so there, there's always that empathy, you know, when you would leave. And before we had kids, I, I just remember being devastated when he would leave. I mean, I would start the crying three days before he was ready to go, and I just didn't want him to leave. And, and I had a good job, so I was busy. You know, I had a, a pretty good work schedule. And But when we had kids, then it changed. You know, then it goes from that your own personal heartbreak to watching your children and how they feel when he would leave and... You know, he would pack his bags, and he still to this day says, it'll be quick, babe. It'll be quick. That's the standard, you know. And I hear my son say it now, too. It'll be quick, you know. It's a, this is the quick trip. He does say He says it, <clears> he says it in the, the exact same way, you yeah. know. And, <laughs> and 
The first time I ever saw him cry was after we had Sarah. And it was the night before he was ready to go. And I had just put her down and I was like, where is Jeff? And I walked in and he was like sitting with his hands, you know, in his head in the middle of the garage, just crying. And so it was like the first time I think that he really went, wow. So having children, young children, change, you know, the perception of, Mm -hmm. you know, being sad yourself is one thing. But, you know, trying to explain that to... You know, a year old kid. Yeah. And I remember the first time when he came home and Sarah was probably six months and had started to crawl and he came in and he was so excited to see her and she looked at him and she grabbed hold of me and then we sat in the living room and I said, just sit on one side and she sat with me and he kept trying to get her to come over and she would not... Every time he'd come close to her, she would scream. Heartbreaking for you, huh? Scream and... Oh, yeah. He yeah. must have... He left oh, the yeah. room. Terrible. I mean, this went on for... That like was an, my little angel, yeah. man. Just yeah. Wolf. For like an hour it took until she like warmed up, yeah. you know, like... So, I mean, that was hard. You know, it was really hard to do. And it's, you know, the heartbreak for the kids, you know, as they got older. And then, you know, we had Nick and... I swore I wouldn't have any more children if he was still working. And then we had Nick and... You know, it Thank was... God, boy and a girl, this is great. But she were, she's a super dedicated, hardworking, individualistic, self-starting. She has all those qualities oh, that you have to have. Yeah, right? you have to have those to yeah. to be able to survive. What what it is for me to leave for that long? She had all that stuff, and if you don't have that. There's no way you could do it. Yeah. And now, and now your son's doing the same thing. I know, and I think you know the other thing too is like you, you, it's it's Jeff's career, it's his job, but you have to acknowledge that a part of it is your wife's and your children's, mm-hmm. and he's always been conscious of the sacrifices, the sacrifice that, you that guys we're have making. Today as well as him and you know like I said since I've been there I don't know what's the worst part being home (laughs) or being the one that's gone you know it's a sacrifice for for both and you know when after we had the kids we just I had seen it way too many times with other couples that we knew that couldn't do it couldn't do it you know either the marriage ended or the guy quit fishing and you know, he loves it. Nick loves it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I the, know Jeff loves there's it. There's a love, you know. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, look, we, we just have to make a pact that never will we ever put the other person in that situation. Well, you got you. If you ever call and say, I can't do it, that's it. Yeah. Right? Vice, you know, whether he was going to call and say, babe, I can't, I got to come home. And we've done it, he's done it once. He came home after 9-11, because the kids were freaked out. So he flew home on the 12th, and Nick's birthday was the 14th. And so he came home once. I've never called and said, you gotta come. So so you owe her one. Yeah, oh yeah. She's got one one in the bank, buddy. Oh yeah, Yeah. for sure. She's got a bunch in the bank. Yeah. For sure. I mean, there's, you know, there's been a bunch of times when... But you have to, you have to be committed she's to never, it. yeah, she's totally committed because obviously there's been, you know, life is life, right? There's all kinds of shit in life. And uh, 
she's never said she's been close but she's close. never called me and said you gotta come home you yeah. gotta come home that, that's you gotta come home mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great to see I mean uh, with as many friends as I have in the industry yeah. uh, not a lot of them have what you guys have mm-hmm. uh, it's it's tough it is. And, we, we, and we're pushing time, but I want to give Jeff a bonus moment here because you were on the, you know, after your episode, I'm sure, as everyone does, the microphone turns off and they go, oh, I should have told them about or I should have brought up. And that happened to you, I'm sure. This is your moment. On my first, on the first, <laughs> oh, when I yeah. first started well, talking. You yeah. Said I know you it. walked out of here and said, oh. Oh, God, now you put me on the spot. Everybody does. Yeah. Um, that, you know, what is it? What was it? There was there was some there was some there was, there was some freaking story and and it was an Arctic trawler story if I remember right. But when I first got on the Arctic trawler, all right here. So when I first got on that boat, I was I flew up and the weather was so crappy that um, I got on another boat that was with the same company and I was on that boat for a week before I could get over to the Arctic trawler. We were both at sea, and it was just horrid weather, horrid storms. So I worked on this other boat, which was bizarre anyway, um, processing cod. And then I got the call that I was going to go over to the Arctic trawler. First time. And um, hopefully this guy's listening to this thing or something. But <laughs> his, he was the captain. on. He's He was the captain after this. But at this point, he was, I think, the deck boss, right? So the, the original deck boss on the Arctic trawler was guy who runs American Seafoods, right? Can't think of his name. but Currently runs American Seafoods? He did. He started American Seafoods. Okay. And why? I can't remember his name. I can't. But anyway, so there's some serious history in the Arctic trawler. But, but uh, so Pete Richardson was the deck boss, right? And it was at night, which is crazy anyway, when I think about how this all this shit happens, happened then. And so it was at night and we got close to these two boats, still crappy weather probably not as bad as what I thought it was then, but they put me in a survival suit and put me in it, put me, and he came in a skiff at night in a Zodiac, came over to our boat, and I got in the skiff pretty okay, because it was a smaller boat, and then I had to get in the Arctic trawler. So... And you're in a Gumby suit. In a Gumby suit. Pull up kind of next to the Arctic trawler, and he's like, the whole time he's coaching me, he's like, all right, you're gonna have to jump. <laughs> you're gonna have to you're jump. Have to jump. Yeah, serious. And it's crappy out. I mean, it's crappy, crappy, right? This the boat was 300 feet, and we're taking big swells in this freaking skiff at night. And I think about it now, I'm just like, there's no way this this shit can't happen. But dark as hell, in the Gumby suit, first time. I'd done some other processing and stuff, but but I'd never really been at sea at this point, right? And uh, He's like, you're going to have to jump. So we time it to where the skiff comes up on a wave. And I freaking jumped onto that boat. I in, Just boom, land, do a barrel roll on deck of the boat. You're gonna be Goodbye. There you are. Big Norwegian comes up and says, take that shit off. Go yeah. downstairs, put your anger on. That's how I started on the Arctic Trawler. Unbelievable. How, wow. you know, was, none, yeah, just, none of which would happen today. None of which would, you know, no way would that happen nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's how I got introduced to, to the other. It was my first time on the Arctic Trawler. How was that? Know that? Yeah, just so, hey, Pete Richardson, you've ever here. I'd love to talk to that guy again because that was just, you know, hear his, that, Pete? his just, version, that version of it. Just, 
Pete, just give us a call. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's what I was. All right. So, uh, thanks, guys, for taking the time yeah, to absolutely. come and share your story. Susan, I think that that turkey story is one of the most entertaining <laughs> that, we've, uh, that we've had. You can just vision here. that. I, I just picture People it. Then the potatoes rolling everywhere, uh, and there's bacon grease. And yeah. You're, you're, you know, uh, we we had some good times on that boat. We certainly did. It was yeah. a fun boat. It was but... a fun boat. It was the love boat. I'm telling you. <laughs> five out of five. We called it the love boat. Yep. The love boat. Yep. Well, 33 years of marriage it says something. There you go. 32. We haven't made it to 33. Don't Coming jinx us. Right. Oh, Don't wait. jinx us. Whoa. Oh, wait. Did that just happen? Whoa. 32 just happened, right? In October, yeah. October, October. yeah. Oh, oh, hunting season. Her, yeah. She kind of planned it to where opening day hunting season You know was, what? That's I, when we were going to get married. I bet you that your marriage was planned around hunting season. <laughs> no. We didn't. Jeff didn't hunt then. You know, my dad is going to be 83, and every year on our anniversary, he still brings up. It's the only year I never went for op- uh, that I missed for opening yep. day of pheasant. Yep. Was the year you got married. Yep. He still is sore about it. Thirty-two years later, he still brings it up. <laughs> the only but t- your Jeff dad. Did, yeah. Jeff didn't hunt back then. I didn't hunt, but that was a big day for. Her. I've never seen a picture of Jeff except for at your uh, daughter's I wedding know. that he wasn't wearing camo. I know. I know. And that all started from her dad. Yeah, it was my family. Her We're dad the was the bird hunter, and that's yeah. all that whole thing. Now it just it encompasses everything I we do. Always in camo, so, and you're always killing something. Yep. So now yep. we've got killing fish, yep. killing. Yep, stuff. I know it, right? It's this, always... this is our schedule at home: getting ready to go fishing, fishing, acclimating, coming home from fishing. And hunting, though that that's the, how our well, life. I I seen a picture not even a month ago of you with a bunch of dead stuff around. Yeah. Oh, I know. I had a really good. Hunt. She's always. <laughs> no, She's I I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. We we spend more time living without the conveniences of running water and electricity than we were home maybe twenty days out of the four months he was home. So. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, I can't thank you enough for coming and sharing your yeah, story jointly. Thanks it's, for having that us. was yeah. kind of a cool experiment yeah. to try it. I think it's yeah. going to work out just real good. Right on. So, um, again, guys, this has been Mark Kaler with Galley Stories. Uh, write into us at galleystories at gmail.com. And uh, Susan and Jeff Crane have been with us. And thank you guys. Thanks, thank Mark. Thank you.